0: Love Talk radio good morning everyone I hope you are rocking the world out today this is troy Dooley host of real mentors radio having a just having a blast everybody got up early today we saw our sister-in-law and my sister-in-law and brother-in-law and their whole family off it's always a traumatic time when the sisters have to split up again and the kids go their way but if uh, life is good, I don't know. My brother-in-law may buy a place down here finally. He's a tightwad. I love that man. But boy, he would rather buy rental houses in the Midwest to have to worry about than a, than a nice beach bungalow. Crazy man. We're in Tim Mark's book, Voyage of a Viking, How a Man of Action Can Become a Man of Grace. Today we're talking about the characteristics of a viking. You know, and most people, they don't have a clue. We we think of Vikings as these guys off of the Capital One commercials, you know, these burly guys with horns coming out of their head, and, you know, they they got a turkey leg in one hand and an axe in the other, and they're out there kicking butt and taking names, you know. It's one of those things. Even, even the Viking women seem to have more hair on their face than most Americans do today, but is that really the true picture? See, something I've learned about history is that sometimes it just depends on who has the pen in their hand. See, if you look at the American history, we had a revolution. If you look at English history, we were the great rebellious children over there in America. So it just depends on who's writing the history as to what side of the coin it's on. So as I was digging into Tim's book, he started digging into the Viking history. He said, in confronting the brutal reality, I had to take an honest look at myself and realize that all the things I was doing to earn my nickname as a Viking were probably not helping me in the long run. And he said, I call myself a Viking because when people say the word Viking, most of us tend to get the picture of our in our heads, of these ancient warriors from a faraway land, men who would arrive in their boats, raid and pillage and burn the town to the ground before racing off with the women and the children and the loot. And it pretty much is that. That's the picture. But is that the truth about Vikings? See, if you go to Denmark, Sweden, and Norway, Vikings were seen as courageous warriors. But yet everywhere else in history made them look like rebels. See, in in those lands, they actually had peaceful trade missions that were set up. They did all kinds of wonderful things. Did you know that a missionary actually led one of the kings of the Vikings to follow Jesus' teachings? Then history seemed to stop making so many stories about them. Isn't that the way it is today? If people are afraid of something or there's something nasty out there, it seems to always make the news. But yet when it's good news, you never hear about it. I wonder why it is that the only time we ever hear about children being born and the blessing of kids is on New Year's, Christmas, or Thanksgiving, sometimes Easter. It's it just I, – I, I, was, I was reading Tim's book. I started analyzing some of this. Ellis – Rose I think is how you say her name. She wrote about the Vikings. She said it used to be thought that Vikings were just energetic, robust, straightforward people or that they were wild, axe-wheeling pirates and they lived in a fairly democratic society. The Viking Age is now seen as having been altogether more complex with a strong class system, diverse social conditions, and far more radical achievements. In an era of rapid change, the Vikings took every advantage of their unusual ability to readjust, and their gift for enterprise produced quite exceptional results and innovation. We don't think of that. We, we think of them as wild and crazy people. We even have cartoons like that. But see, the one thing that in reading Tim's book, and you guys need to go buy Tim's book, Viking of a Voyage, I think you can go to Amazon and pick it up. Um, somewhere like that. You can go to TimMarks.com. I guarantee you can get it there. But here's the thing about the Vikings. They yearned for the same freedom that we do. Every one of us wants freedom. Every one of us wants something in our life. The question is, what kind of freedom do we want, and are we willing to pay the price? See, like the Vikings, we all strive for this. But unlike the Vikings, most of us are too fearful to go get it and I think that presents a a major travesty I had a guy write on my blog yesterday millions of people fail in network marketing I really don't know where he's been but millions of people fail all the time not just in finances but in relationships and life I mean crying out loud 50% of all marriages end in divorce to me that's a failure so I look at this and I think man I want to learn about what he's getting at Tim says, the Viking society was made up of three classes of people, the rich, the common free man, and the slaves. Many Vikings were free men, and you could think of them as today's middle class. They made up the realm's backbone. He said, but what's interesting is I studied this, that the vast majority of free people were self-employed business owners. You know, that's the way it's been until the 20th century. How's that one? Up until the 20th century, most people did not work for somebody else, not in the sense that we see it today. Kings would separate out their land, and and they would have people work the land and till the land, and they got paid as a contractor. They got to keep part of that. As they came to America, people weren't working for other people. They were here conquering and, and setting up a new colony. They migrated west and south and north and east. And as they did this, more and more independent people were created. And then whatever happened one day in the, I don't know, the 30s, all of a sudden we had a a drought and a dust bowl. It seemed like everybody wanted to get into the industrial age again, and everybody moved to the cities. That's the way we feel. We started looking for handouts, and all of a sudden it had to be the government helping us, or we had to go find a nine-to-five job, and and we wanted the security of a corporation. It's interesting, as I saw the, the contrast and the similarities. He said free people had a lot of privileges. They got to, vo- to voice their opinions publicly in a type of town hall meeting called The Thing. They got to vote, could carry an axe or a sword to protect themselves, and had legal protection in the community under the laws of the land. It was great to be free. A lot better than being a slave. See, in the Viking community, the slaves did not get have a very pleasant daily life. In fact, it was common in the days of Vikings that if the master died, the slaves were tossed into the grave and either beheaded or buried alive along with him. I mean, talk about downsizing and getting laid off. That's a whole new ballgame. I guess we have come a long ways with slavery since then. But see, when you think about this, most people want a safe, secure job with a boss who calls the shots. This is why people fail, not just in network marketing, but in their businesses. They They don't really want to be in business for themselves They want to be a statutory contractor to where somebody else is still telling them what to do and when to do it. I I see businesses fail because they don't ever go out there and get the education that they need on how to run a business. I see businesses fail because leaders get in over their head and they don't ask for help. It's interesting as I watch and I see some of this stuff happen. It's the daggum craziest thing I've ever seen. And yet we continue to want to point our fingers at other people. Well, it's their fault, where it's her fault. Not just in business, but in, in any relationship. It's a people. If you're not communicating, if you can't build relationships, then your business is going to fail just like your marriage would fail. You have to learn that it's not about you. When you're in the people business, it's always about everybody else. You know, men like to, to laugh and say, well, I owned all this stuff and then I got married and now it's her stuff and our stuff. But notice it's always that way with the kids. It's always they're our kids unless the kids do something wrong and then they become your kids. It's interesting. But on a serious note, this is the way it is. So instead of becoming a land of pioneers and revolutionaries and explorers, we've decided to become a land of... Yes, people. Just saying, yes, sir. I'll show up for work. I'll do what I'm supposed to do. I'll put just enough energy into my marriage. I hear hear marriage counselors say, marriage is a 50-50 proposition. Never seen that in my life. Marriage is 100%, 100%. Just like when you go to work for somebody, you should be giving them 100%, not just enough to keep from getting fired. See, when you look at the Vikings, they're a lot like the explorers in the United States. Their ambition produced boats, and the men would board those boats, set off and sail in new lands, and they discovered these new lands. Matter of fact, the Vikings are responsible for colonizing Iceland and Greenland, and they settled parts of England and Russia. And despite the fact that we all think Columbus was the first person to ever hit the United States, the Vikings had been here in AD 1000. See, they figured out how to navigate the waters and make their way back home by the stars. We wonder today. I make fun of old, what's his name, that that does Facebook, but the kid was a wizard, come up with something really good. Every now and then, people are still out there creating things, making a difference in the world, kicking butt, taking names. But here's the sad thing about this. Too many times, we don't want to be that person. We just want to make excuses why our dreams aren't becoming reality. Why everybody else has that right. And you want to know what... It can be summed up with one word of why this is. It's a four-letter word. starts with an F. It's a nasty word. Most people cringe when they hear it. It's called fear. We fear. We fear change, we fear ridicule, we fear failure, sometimes we even fear success. Makes you wonder if, if we didn't have to go through all this crap, if we could just be like a, the Vikings were, if we could just get it done, if we could just go do it. But we don't. We start talking to ourselves and lying to ourselves, making excuses to ourselves. And we stop before we ever get started at acting. That's the sad part. See, if we would get back into to looking at what we need to do and just start to act and say to ourselves, I'm not going to put up with this anymore. I'm not going to let myself go through this fear I'm not going to I'm not going to succumb to all of these emotions. I'm going to go out there and I'm just going to do one thing today. And I'm going to make a difference. I'm going to change my life. It would be amazing. All of a sudden we'd get to see what was getting done and how we were doing it. We would get a little bit more energy in our bodies. But we don't do that. We sit around moping, whining, Andre Guide wrote this one does not discover new lands without consenting to lose sight of the shore for a very long time. I launched my number one blog really for force in two thousand and seven. It didn't catch on until sometime in two thousand and ten. Today it's the most viewed blog in network marketing. We make some pretty good money off of our blog today and advertising and that Google Ad stuff, all that stuff I knew nothing about a few years ago. But if I hadn't have been willing to take a chance, a risk, if you will, we'd have never have gotten there. Wouldn't have happened. I can remember the opportunity to ask Paige to marry me. Had I not taken the risk, we wouldn't be married now almost 25 years. If she hadn't taken the risk of getting pregnant when we really didn't have the money, we wouldn't have six children today. All these grandkids running around. If I hadn't taken the risk, or she hadn't taken the risk, and to being self-employed, running our own businesses, we wouldn't be where we're at today. If she'd not sent in her first manuscript, she wouldn't have 30-some-odd books and four bestsellers, I think, running around out there. Risk is part of life. It overcomes the fear. Now, some people say faith will overcome fear. If you have faith, you will not be afraid. I tell you what, every hero of the faith I ever read about in the Bible sure the heck feared all the time. They They didn't lose their fear just because they had faith. But what faith does is helps you overcome that fear. It gives you a sense of knowing that there's more to this than what you first see. I get emails all the time from people saying, Troy, we thought that your your shows would be more nuts and bolts, and lately it's been more philosophical. It's not really philosophical as much as it's just fact if you apply this. This comes from years and years of living it myself and years and years of hanging with people like Tim. Where we acted one way. You know, Vikings were known for their people skills. Killing the people. People feared them. Do you really want to be feared? My dad was a Viking. Scared the hell out of me all my life. No other way of saying it. When I was a kid, he scared me. As a teenager, he scared me. It wasn't until I was in my, my, my adulthood after the Marine Corps that he didn't scare me anymore. But at the same time... He didn't have people skills. It was always his way or the highway. Use brute force. I had a situation in school I came to my dad with I needed some money. I just needed thirteen bucks. This was such a minor deal he probably doesn't even remember. But I had a kid at school that said he'd just kick my butt if I didn't give him thirteen bucks for the tickets that I'd stolen from him the year before. And it's like, wow. And this ate at me and ate at me and ate at me. It ended up my youth pastor just gave me the money because he saw the angstness that I was in. My dad just figured, just just go kick the living snot out of him. Then you won't have to worry about him bullying you anymore. Common sense. I mean, it makes good sense. You beat the snot out of somebody, they won't bug you anymore. But the emotional trauma that I was going through, my dad didn't seem to understand. See, my dad was a Viking was a Viking all his life. Yell, scream, holler. His dad was a Viking, and his grandpa was a Viking. I made a decision once, and I've still been a Viking every now and then. But I made a decision, I'm not going to be like that. I didn't want to just be a man that people followed because of my position. Now that happened, especially when I was a bounty hunter and a bail bondsman. I mean, that was part of it. I controlled the people. They did what I wanted them to do. And the day we shut down that business, I lost all these people I thought were my friends. They weren't my friends. They were just getting paychecks. See, that's what we don't want. We want to surround ourselves with true friends. I have friends today that if I had a financial mind, could make a phone call and literally would have thousands of dollars wired to my ProPay account or my PayPal account. I have friends who, when they've seen my daughters trying to raise funds for tornado victims in Alabama, cut $1,000 checks and sent it to them without question. I have friends who have sent tens of thousands of dollars of their products to devastated lands at my request. I had to become more than just a man of it was a Viking I had to become a man of grace like Tim I had to start learning how to be a person that people would follow see there was a time like Tim that my whole focus was if I could tear other people down then it would make me look better that isn't a way to live your life that's just another way of making excuses, if you ask me. See, Tim says something here that's just very profound. He says, the problem with most of us is that unless we're looking for our blind spots, we can't find them and improve. The Bible says, why are we worried about the splinter in somebody else's eye when we got a two before in ours? See, if we would start focusing on correcting ourselves, those around us would probably correct themselves. Or maybe we just look at it through different glasses. See, people don't like to be embarrassed and hurt. They don't like to have their faults shown to them. They fear the same things you do. So why are you hurting them? Maybe because hurting people hurt people? Why is it that we hurt the ones we love more than the ones that we don't? Why do we ridicule our downline for not getting it right? Why do we blame our upline because of our failures? I mean, think about this for a minute. You ever wonder why all of a sudden we don't hear about Vikings anymore? Could it be that when the missionary came and started talking to them and they started changing their ways, and they realized, hey, the, followings, the, the teachings of Jesus are deeper than what we've done, did you ever think that the Vikings really didn't disappear, they're just their lifestyle changed? Isn't it funny how you can turn on the TV and you see all these young teenage girls in Hollywood and the media wants to exploit the crotch shots. You you see all the young guys in Hollywood and, and the media wants to exploit their drunken behavior. But when they turn their lives around, all of a sudden the paparazzi is nowhere to be found. See, they don't want the good stuff. They just want to make money off of the negative. So you got to ask yourself, do you want people making money off of your negative attributes or your positive attributes? See, if... <laughs> Excuse me. If other people make money off of your negative, then it would make sense that if you start acting positive, you would be the one making the money. You would be the one seeing your dreams come true. Did you ever notice that and, – and I know this is a little raw today, but think about this. When when the news media flashes up a thing saying, oh, so-and-so, Lindsay Lohan or, or Britney Spears or somebody just got out of the limo and, and wasn't wearing any panties and we got to see the, the, the treasure box how devastating that is to a young girl how these guys are making millions of dollars selling these these hurtful photos and i know it's debatable whether they do it on purpose or not i don't don't get me wrong here but when those girls start acting like ladies and they start acting like moms and they start getting their act together and they're not out partying do you ever notice that it's them that make the money all of a sudden, the paparazzi doesn't even seem to care about him. They're off looking for somebody else to hurt. And all of a sudden, now that they've got their act together, they're making money. One of my favorite heroes is Robert Downey Jr. He's my same age. Grew up watching him act. He got hooked on drugs and alcohol. Ended up going to prison before he got his act together. And do you know that today, he's one of a handful of Hollywood stars that actually have more than one epic series under his belt. He not only has the Iron Man adventure, uh, uh, what do you call them, Uh, adventure series, but he also has Sherlock Holmes. Every now and then you find somebody that can only do it once. He's done it twice, like Sylvester Stallone with Rocky and, and Rambo. See, when we focus on getting our act together, when we focus on... Looking at our weaknesses and saying, "Oh my gosh, I got to get these cleaned up. I've got to be a better person. Then all of a sudden, your life changes. It's not overnight; it takes a long time. you got to lose sight of the shore. But see when you start doing this, if you're in leadership, if you stop living by the by the acts of the law. This is my way or the highway. You know, one of the things my little brother is is identical to my dad. It's it's humorous. I don't know how I ended up being such a I don't know. I'm I'm like the I'm like the the kid that woke up one day and realized that that he he was just put into a family situation or something. Cuz I am nothing like my dad when it comes to attitude. My little brother is identical to my dad. My little brother and I will get in conversations, and it's all about the law. This is the way it is. And I snicker. I said, okay, Dad. Okay, Dad. Oh, he hates that. But see, what happens when you stop living by the law and start balancing that with some grace? Instead of dictating to your downline or your employees or to your spouse what to do or what they did wrong, why don't you use it for a little bit of grace? I'd say, oh man, let me let me show you something here. I wanna I want work with you. One of my friends, a very close friend for a long time, Michael Caruana. Michael and I do not believe uh in the same spiritual path at all. And Michael called me one day and said, Troy, the Bible says that if you are a witch or or, or a warlock, that you need to be burned at the stake and beheaded. He goes, what say you? I said, want to have some breakfast? And we started meeting on a regular basis to have breakfast. And it was a wonderful time because he's on a spiritual journey, and I'm on a spiritual journey, and we're not headed in the same direction, but by golly, we sure had some great conversations. And I was able to share with Michael that some things in the Old Testament aren't the same under the New Covenant. And started sharing with him about how Jesus came... Not to condemn the world, but to save the world, and I shared with him what happened to some some people in the New Testament too that weren't weren't living in in the way that of my faith, but I never tried to change his faith. All I wanted to do was just give him enough stuff that he could go search on his own. So I believe that's where we're all at. that's what Jesus did. See, if you want to make it in life, if you want to make it living, you've got to get away from the fear. You've got to start living a little bit in grace. And see, the only way to do that is to start acting differently. Instead of sitting back and letting fear conquer you, you get off your gum butt and you say, I'm going to do one thing today. I'm going to make one thing that's going to be different. That one thing may be saying, I'm I'm just not going to treat people the same. I'm going to catch myself. And when they tell me that I'm a jerk, instead of calling them an a-hole, I'm going to think about it for a minute and decide, am I being a jerk? Is there something I could learn from this? Did I treat them wrong? Maybe once in your life you actually say, I'm really sorry I hurt you. Two things I never heard from my dad, ever. When I was growing up was I'm sorry or I love you. Now, in the last couple of years my daddy's told me he's loved me three times. I'm forty eight years old. Maybe it's time today as a dad that you just look at your kids and say, I want you to know that I love you. Maybe as a mom you look at your kids and say, I'm really sorry, but but I screwed up today. Maybe as a business owner, as a boss You call up your employee or somebody that you hurt and say, I'm sorry, I I want to learn how to treat you better. I want to be here to help you. I want to mentor you. See, sometimes it's just that first action that we take that can change the course of our life and put us on destiny to reach our mission and our purpose. It may not be to become filthy rich. It just may be to change the world, your little neck of the woods. See, every day we learn something new from each other. But the only way to do that is if we continue to take one new step and we don't become paralyzed with fear, paralyzed with what ifs. We just take it and move it forward. Folks, I love doing the radio shows. Every day is different. Every day we learn something new. Tomorrow, we're going to live the results, live on results food. You're going to love this. This is unique. Tim starts it off with a Winston Churchill saying. it said, it is, not, it, is, it is no use saying we are doing our best. You've got to succeed in doing what is necessary. This is going to be good. You're going to love it. Live life like it's an epic adventure. Stay dangerous, stay strong, and be back here tomorrow morning on RealMentorsRadio.com.